Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Miked Up Radio. I am Mike Gabriel. We're going to change the podcast around just a little bit. So forever, it's been all about sports and everything about sports. And most of my life has been centered around sports. Sports is a huge part of my life. It's been everything since I was a little kid. And I wouldn't know what to do without it. So I, I, you know, as you go older and, and as you learn and as you ask questions and as you are around good people, you tend to learn a lot of good stuff. Recently, I was thinking about changing the podcast around. So not just about sports, because on a podcast, it's not a live show, right? I'm going to be on here. I'm going to interview somebody. I can only get so much out of that person. I'm not going to be on here breaking any news. Uh, I'm I'm going to try to you know ask the ask the the person that's on the show as much as I possibly can ask about a certain player that's on the court, or if I if I interview an athlete, I'm going to ask him about certain plays on the court or his teammates. I, I don't know how much fun that really tends to be. So as I get older and as I start learning about myself, about others, who I surround myself with. I want to kind of change people's lives as much as I possibly can. So my uh, my motto in life has always been, you know, try to make a difference. So it's going to be a little bit different now. So I'm going to get into things that I'm going to try to break people down in terms of, because look, I, I feel like we all have some sort of issues, some small, some big, some medium size. And I feel like a lot of what we do throughout the day, we don't really talk about our issues, our insecurities, the stuff that's bothering us. So I'm not going to you know, tell you that I, I'm here to, to, to break down a guy and, and become a psychiatrist. But I do want to find out about people and the reasons why they do certain things in their life, in their day-to-day life, why they act a certain way. Um, it's going to be about fitness. It's going to be about... Um, an everyday life is going to be about business. Uh, it's going to be about sports, but it's more about getting a person who I can grab on the show, who's going to be as interesting as possible, who I think would interest myself and, and hopefully at the same time interest you. But we're going to find out about them and why they do things, you know, that, that are, that, that they do that interest themselves. Right? So if I can make a difference in one person's life, I'm a happy man. And how we're going to do that is we're going to try to get guests on the show who are going to be as interesting as they possibly can and doing that by breaking them down and finding out how they live their life day to day and what got them to where they are today or why they made certain decisions. I've got a really interesting guest on tonight and it's one of my really, really good friends he went through stuff in his life. He's going to lead the show off by talking about, look, he's, he's, he's um, an extremely positive person. He's one of the best people I've, I have around in my circle. And, you know, as, as you get older, you start to make sure that you are around, you know, positive, good thinking people. And he is absolutely, you know, off the charts. Um, he's a really good friend of mine, Tigran Gregorian, and he's, he is, um, a fitness guru. He's a health conscious guru. And he did this ay- ayahuasca. 
I'm not sure if I botched that or not, but we'll find out. It is the most interesting thing I've ever heard about. I've ever... The, the, his story is incredible. And here it is. I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, my man, Tigran Gregorian, in studio. Yes, What's yes. happening, man? What's up, brother? Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is going to be amazing. Um, y- when you When you first arrived... We were getting into something else that I wasn't prepared for, and we'll get into that later in the show, mm-hmm. which is going to be freaking amazing. It's going to be a, an amazing surprise to me, to everybody listening, so I can't wait for that. We'll get into that, but um, Tigran Gregorian goes by uh, Tigi, and so I'll be calling him Tigi, so um, nobody's confused by another person in the room. He and I met in high school i want to say like nine eighth grade ninth grade eighth ninth grade yeah when did you go to uh mr robiata started there seventh grade okay and then eighth grade yeah so and you graduated from there and i graduated i left there for a couple years and then i went back and you graduated in 2002 oh three 2003 so you're two two years younger than i yeah okay that's right so um let's see when i was a senior you weren't on the basketball team no when you were a senior i was a sophomore i was at saint paul so I went to St. Paul for two years, my freshman, sophomore year. Oh, you left? I left for two years, and then I came back, yeah. So Wait, I, no, you seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you went from 7th, 8th, and ninth grade? 7th, 8th, no, I left at ninth and 10th. Okay. And then came back for 11th and 12th. Son yeah. of a bitch, man. We would have won a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> I, Definitely. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah, the Sorovia program would have uh, <laughs> appreciated that. It would have been a big deal. <laughs> so what happened with uh, with me at the time was I graduated in 2001, and then right. Tiggy graduated in 2003, like you mentioned, and then 2002 I was offered the head coaching job at the time. Yes. So then I coached you, Yes. which is amazing. You recruited me. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a better way of saying it. There you go. You recruited me back. <laughs> yeah, so um, coached you. Um, we had an amazing run. We had a ton of fun. Oh yeah. And then uh, my assistant Vic, he then I did it for one year. Vic took over, and what happened with Tiggy is it's a crazy story. So <laughs> there was a team in the league that we would just kick its ass. Yeah. Every opportunity we had. Yep. Pacific Christian. Yes. Yeah. I, I wasn't gonna name them, but we oh. just did. <laughs> <laughs> well, too late. Well, or, they don't exist anymore. Poor, poor, okay, yeah, so, so then we can we yeah, can talk about their school name Pacific after that. Pacific Christian. <laughs> and so they were just bad, really bad competition. There's no denying it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, average victory was like 70, 80 points. And so for like five years straight. Right. And so Vic, my really good friend, is now the head coach of your senior team. Mm-hmm. And Vic, prior to the game, calls me and says, Mike, uh, Tiggy is going to go off for 60 points tomorrow. And I was like, man, I, I, that's, that's kind of cold, man. I mean, you should probably play him for a half and then just like sit him down. I mean, it's, you know, the competition's not the best. No, no, he's going for 60. He's going for 60. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, man, you do what you got to do. So the next day, I'll never forget this. The next day I'm at the Kings game mm-hmm. and I get a call in, in the intermission and it's Vic, and he calls me and says, "Tiki scored 100." <laughs> Just all casual, like that. <laughs> Didn't even say hi. <laughs> Tiki scored 100, and I was like, "Stop it!" Scored 100. He's right here. You want to talk to him? He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> put his ass on the phone." I remember that. I remember that phone Do call. You? And it's good. Yeah. <sighs> dude. And I'm like, "Tiki, what's up? What's up, Mike? What's happening, man?" <laughs> I was like, "Dude, what? What'd you do? Yeah, scored 100. I, what'd you have at halftime? Like 60? It was 50." 55, I think. 
Like, yeah, 55. Okay. Yeah. So 55 and a half, you yeah. got to have to go. And yeah. Vic's like, we're not going for 60. We're going for like 80 or 90. Yeah. Yeah. So was there a time in the fourth quarter where you would miss or uh, another uh, teammate would miss the grab a rebound and like kick it back to you? Yeah. Like every possession you shot, right? Uh, most, of, yeah, most of the game it was my my shooter. I was shooting the Amazing. ball. Uh, was it 77 shots I put up? <laughs> My arm was tired. I think 77 shots. Dude, that is amazing. 77. So 77. That's not a bad. But the field goal percentage wasn't percentage. bad. It was. I was 40. Like something like. Yeah. I don't know the exact number. 44 for 77. So it's <laughs> over 50 percent. That's excellent. Yeah. That's only two free throws. Good. How many threes? Do you remember? 11 threes. Okay. Two free throws. So 33 uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. 33, 35, and then the rest were all twos. Second. Oh, so second half, fourth quarter when we started. Yeah. I was taking the ball out, and two guys were guarding me uh-huh. and uh, I was like hey guys I'm just taking the ball out he goes coach said two guys on you at all times no and at that point <laughs> I have 78 starting the fourth starting the fourth I need 22 more and uh, kind of trauma I was like damn they're going to double team me is this going to be harder yeah. than I thought yeah but uh, it was no, it was no problem <laughs> Far Pacific, uh, one, I, I finished with 102 we reported 100 uh. and there was still like two minutes left on the clock did so. they take you out they tell, yeah, Vic took me out. So why didn't he report 102? 100 said he sounded better, but he didn't want to report 102. Yeah, he wanted right. to report 102. He said 100 sounded better. Right. So now um, Vic is getting hit up by uh, the LA Times. Right. You're getting hit up by the LA Times. Right. Our AD's getting hit up by the LA Times. Sport and ESPN actually interviewed, yeah. You know, and I think he was getting interviewed by 570, AM 570 right. time. It was Fred Rogan, actually. Yeah. He yeah. was on Fred Rogan's show, I remember at the time. Which which I I got to meet Fred Rogan obviously with uh, with that whole the choice thing the, uh, right. a year ago whatever I I should have mentioned that to him I didn't, I didn't even think about that <laughs> but um that was crazy because we went to a really small school where we knew everybody right. we knew everybody's parents and grandparents it was like that small of a school so Vic wasn't doing it to be rude or um you know to be uh mean in any way no, it no. was more about vic doing it to get some notoriety for the school right and that was his thing so i i wouldn't have done it this is just i wouldn't have done it but i'm happy i do i wasn't in charge because i wouldn't have done it and we wouldn't have got the attention notoriety and we're sure. talking about it today right so i'm happy that i wasn't in charge i'm happy vic was in charge and because he did it, and he, dude, we were on the LA Times. Yeah, and um, it got circulated again a couple of years ago yeah. with Bill Plaschke. Yeah, he, when Lamelo dropped 92. Yes, and so Bill Plaschke called me up, called, reached out to Vikan, and yeah. did an article, another piece on it, which was cool. So it came back, what, 15 years later, it came back again. Exactly. And if I'm in charge, nobody ever talks about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So like, th- that's why we booted you out after exactly. one year. We knew yeah. it was like one and done, dude. This, Mike, Mike's too soft. We gotta yeah. get him out of here. Um. So that was that was incredible, and what a feat, man! You were 16, 17 years old at the time, oh, whatever. Amazing. And no social media back then; otherwise, right. it would have been Can all over. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine social media? What a what a good point. Yeah. You, did you did anybody call you colleges or anything like that? It's like we had a couple colleges? reached out. San Jose State, yeah. D one reached out for tape and yeah. and asked for things like that. And nothing. Of course, really our school realized. program didn't have any tape. Nothing like that. And um, you want to hear something about tape? We'll get we'll get in your story real quick. Yeah. Too, <laughs> There was um, there was a playoff game that I played in my senior year, and I I went crazy. I forgot what I did, but I went crazy. And so I you remember bonkers, one of yeah. the one of the one of my teammates' parents was sitting front row, had the camera on the whole game, front row. And I'm like, dude, I'm gonna get that camera. I'm gonna get that tape. Show my grandkids. I sure. can't wait. Like, yeah. you know, it was the first round playoff game. Went nuts. She comes up to me. She goes, Oh man, great, great game. Uh-huh. I was like, Oh, thank you, thank you. 
Uh, by by the by the way, can, when you have a chance, can you just put that on tape for me? Oh no, my camera died. Yeah, so we won't be able to do that. But great game. I was like, <laughs> oh, right, right, right when the game started, the tip off, <laughs> camera not, went out. Yeah, no nothing. way, man. Yeah, that's, nothing. So um, <laughs> let's get into your kind of story and kind of figure out, um, kind of from day one, if we can, till today, because I think you have an incredible story, very interesting story. Thanks, in the man. intro, I was mentioning that you're in my circle, and I, it's a it's a hard circle to get into. Not because it's um you know it's a, it's an arrogant statement or whatever. Right. It's because I understand the importance of having a good circle around you. Sure. And being positive and being a good person and doing the right thing every day or try to at least you know sure. staying fit, staying healthy, and all that stuff, having the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Because you are who you're with. Right. And you're going to adapt to the people you're with and who you're around, you know? And when I'm with guys like you, I feel better. I, I just, everything, everything just the same feels energy better. level. Yeah. Yeah. Everything just feels better. So, um, from, from, you were born in, in Armenia, born in Armenia. Yeah. yeah. Came here at the age of five. Yeah. Um, right after, right before actually the Soviet regime union, we, we broke off, Armenia broke up, but yeah. Uh, came here at the age of five and uh, experienced the 1988 earthquake over there, the big, big earthquake, mm-hmm. caused a lot of damage. Uh, a lot of people passed away from that, but we were lucky enough. And you, you don't remember it, do you? You know what? I remember parts and pieces of it. Really? Um, I remember I was at school. You I were remember, three? Yeah, three wow. years old. I was at school, and uh, I just remember a lot of chaos, people running around, and um, I'll admit it, I was crying, <laughs> looking for my mom, because my mom was a school Crazy. teacher. Yeah. And uh, I remember I was looking for her. And nothing structurally is fit for earthquakes. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Right. And yeah, you go through something like that, and yeah, that's 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 crazy. Yeah. You moved when you were five. Mm-hmm. You've been back since. Been back since three yeah. times. Uh, went back once for my senior high school trip with yeah. Nesrobian. Yeah. That was a pretty cool experience. Yeah. And then a couple of times for basketball playing in, uh, what was it the Pan Armenia games? Right. Which I'm going back in August this year. Nice. And uh, and then. Pan Home Minutemen games also, which we won the championship for the Home Minutemen All Stars. Nice. Yeah. So now, is that a place that you can live again? You know what? I I, I can't say yes or no. I, I don't see. I don't foresee it. But you never say never in the mm-hmm. future. Mm-hmm. But I I, I can't. Uh, it's hard to right. Yeah, it's hard to say that. But I I can't see myself after being exposed to the opportunity here and the lifestyle here. Just so hard to see pick up and everything and move back. But you know a lot of changes happening over there uh, with the government. Um, I mean I hear people moving back. Some people are just moving back. Like okay, we're, our family's moving back. Wow. Um. So I don't know. I can't I can't see myself doing that. But I can't also say I don't see you it. You never, never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Uh, commercial real estate now. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it'd be kind of hard to do that in Armenia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how the market will be at. Yeah. Yeah. USA, <laughs> the land of opportunity for sure. Yeah. Um, besides the real estate end of things, and I enjoy real estate as well as as you do. Right. A lot of fun. Yeah. And besides that, you maintain a healthy lifestyle. Right. Which is obviously very important to you, right? Oh, big time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, did that happen on a certain day, or because for me, look, I played basketball seven days a week, twice a day. Right. When I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Right. You'd play at school. You'd come home to your homework real quick. Play again. Play outside. Oh man, yeah. So, 
you're you're fit, but you're not really you don't really care about what you look like. You're just doing it for fun. You're playing basketball. You're staying active. You don't really understand what's really happening, but it's good for you, of right? Of course. At that age, you're not right. really you're not understanding or getting it. But once you get into the real world and you graduate high school, things slow down, including your metabolism, <laughs> and and you're eating and kind of tired because you're no longer you know, at school anymore, playing with your friends or anything like that. So for me, it kind of stopped. Right. So I, I, my, my fitness levels weren't as high as they were in high school. So what happened to you? I mean, did you just kind of continue that uh, after high school? Yeah, after high school. I mean, I was, even during high school, I was working out. Uh, there at St. Paul, we went, we had, you know, Hell week, and we actually had a weight room. My soybean, unfortunately, didn't have a weight room. Our our weight room was push-ups and sit-ups on the on the grass. Hey man, body body weight. Body weight. There you go. Best kind. Yeah. Now I'm all about body weight. You yes, know that. That's um, right. I told you that. It's, it's older you get, the more body weight you want to oh, push, man. right? Yeah. yeah. Less less stress on your joints and everything. Um, but yeah, I I continued working out after high school, playing in you know rec leagues and just going to the gym before work and after work and involving buddies too i remember i would go with some of my buddies my cousins uh working out at uptown gym just kind of always stayed within that whole realm of working out uh i enjoyed it mm-hmm. um okay so, so it was a lifestyle for you yeah it was part of your lifestyle yeah it so it wasn't like somebody passed away of a heart attack or any like health issues in the family where you're like man i don't want to be like that or did nothing you see like people? that yeah nothing yeah. like that but I, the nutrition aspect came to me about three years ago when my when I lost my dad my dad passed away and he was my sister put him on a uh, strict diet mm-hmm. it was mostly plant-based mm-hmm. um, and I noticed the, the effects of it the, the benefits that he received from it so when I lost my dad um, at that point I opened myself up to be more curious and kind of like you know go go through and research a little bit more and uh, my sisters have been vegetarian for 20 plus years now mm-hmm. uh, no meat and mm-hmm. their kids too like uh, they don't know what meat tastes like they've never had it fish not even fish no fish either. no fish yeah so wow. straight vegetarians um you know dairy products here and there so i'd started researching nutrition and taking that approach like three years ago how it plays a vital factor and i've told you this and i've told many people it's 80 percent nutrition and 20 percent is you know you're working out yeah. and everybody knows that in yeah. the fitness industry um I just never really looked at it. Now that your, like you said, metabolism is getting slower, and uh, you know you're not working out as much. So nutrition is a big part, and I started following that more, um, and I started researching. And then with the help of my sisters, my yeah. sisters are like my my guides. You know, they're yeah. like the research kings. Now your sister's kids, uh, vegan since day one. How are they? Oh, vegetarian. Vegetarian. vegetarian yeah. Sorry, uh-huh. vegetarian since day one. How are they in terms of health? Great. Healthy kids. Yeah. Great healthy kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. No, yeah. Uh huh. No. Like, you know, they're within their percentiles or some are even nice. larger and everything, knock on wood. You know, like the Armenians say, knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and good. did your sister, you, you, would you consider yourself vegan? No, no, I'm, I'm uh, plant-based, mostly mostly okay. plant-based. And then yeah. every now and then I'll, I, you know, I still love chicken when I was a kid. Yeah. I love chicken. Mm-hmm. And chicken doesn't sit well with me. Really? Yeah, now what it doesn't about sit steak? well. Steak is fine. I really? can eat red meat. See, yeah, my, I'm the opposite. You're the opposite. What's your uh, blood type? I don't even know. Uh, that's the problem. That's, that's, yeah. that's, 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 <laughs> the key. that's the key. Yeah. Find out what your blood type is. Yeah. Then that's what I got to find. Yeah. You know what I'm doing? Is I didn't yeah. tell you. Is next week, I'm going to uh, a nutritionist yeah. out here in Glendale. Yeah. And it's an Armenian lady. And she's going to be, she practices Eastern medicine. Yeah. And it's it's something about body types. So what your body type? She says there's like eight body types. And the, my friend's wife told me about it. And a lot of Armenians go to her. Hmm. And she kind of 
puts some mechanoreceptors on your joints and finds out what type of body type you are. There's eight of them, apparently. Really? Yeah, and then based on that, she'll tell you what you can eat and what you can't, like what your body accepts and what your body rejects. So I'm going to that next Thursday, and I'm looking forward to that because... you got to tell me how that, how that yeah, goes. Yeah, I'll let you know about like that's, how... That's something that I've always been interested in. Like what, what, what does my body want? Right? right. What doesn't it want? Yeah, she goes down to the basic, apparently, wow. like cold water is good for you, warm water isn't. Really? The sun gives you energy, and water, like jumping in the water, uh, takes energy from you. So no, you're either she like taking your blood, or no? She's hooking um, you up to. No, she's hooking up to counterceptives. She does like a few other like kind of like testings on your hands. Okay. Uh, I'm cu- I haven't found out too much information about yeah. it. I'm just going in there curious, like Next with Thursday. an open mind. Next Thursday. Okay. Yeah. You gotta let me know about that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Now, I want to get into the ayahuasca stuff. The, yeah. How I how I how you've explained it to me at least was when. We had dinner a couple months ago before and after you did it. You were explaining to me how it is and what it is and what it's going to do. We actually went to the Dodger game when you told me about it. Right. And it's this leaf coming from... Oh, it's a plant, yeah. Coming, plant. It's like a yeah. it's a plant from Peru or South America. They have it in d- different parts of the the, the, the countries as far as uh, Colombia, I think, has it. And, and, you know, Brazil, mainly Brazil and Peru. And it comes from the Amazon. Um, so it's a, it's a plant uh, and it... You basically, uh, it it comes from the ayahuasca vine, and you brew, you brew it, um, and you mix. You can mix with different plants. Uh, there's uh, other plants, cocoa uh, plants. You can mix with. Uh, just it vary. It varies based on what part of the you know the country you're in, and um, it, it, they brew it. And it takes about like 12 hours to to actually like 12 to 14 hours to actually brew it and prepare it. So, um, you mostly practiced in the Amazon, uh, in Peru. So this plant. You're kind of bringing back the past. You're hallucinating. So, so it's, will? yeah, it's it, a lot of people have mixed uh, feelings and ideas towards it. Because when I told people that I'm doing it, mm-hmm. they were like, "You're crazy, mm-hmm. man!" Like, you know, they, they thought I was gonna go lose my mind or I've lost my mind to try it. Um, so, you know, you see all kinds of horror videos on YouTube. How people freak out. Um, there could be bad experiences and it could be good experiences. Luckily, mine was a good experience, and so we'll get into that. But um, Basically, it, 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 it's it's a it's plant medicine, okay. And, it, it, and I when I did it, I hadn't done any uh, hallucinogens before, and I hadn't done any shrooms or LSD. You know, I've done other shit, but I didn't do that. Yeah. But when I told people that, you know, I'm going to do ayahuasca, and they first asked me like, well, have you ever done any hallucinogens? Have you done shrooms or LSD? And I said no, and they're like, well, you're crazy. You're going straight to the top. Yeah, like yeah. you're going to the king of the crop. And and even when I got to, you know, the ceremony, um, people were asking me, like, oh, it's because it was my first time. And they're like, are you, you know, have you ever dabbed with any other hallucinogens? They say weed is kind of a hallucinogen, right? Weed, but not major. Um, and I said no, and they were just tripping out, like, man, you're, you're just going straight to it, you know? So almost, we can talk about where where you went. I mean, like, the, you, can, you, can you describe to us and in detail... As to you don't have to mention the city or, or the location, but you actually went into this this house, right? Yeah. So it's basically um, it, 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 the plant is not necessarily you know legal here, right? And yeah. it's, it's it's fine to do it in Peru and and uh, uh, in the Amazon and where most people do in South South America, but um, they're working on ways of bringing it um, 
through different religious you know structures in Arizona and things like that with the peyote plant and everything like that they have it right now actually in certain parts of it as a religious practice uh, because it's, it's plant medicine it's he it's, it's about healing so yeah you went the ceremonies take place uh, at a it was at a house a big backyard um, it consists of the shaman obviously and uh, the shaman uh, guides the ceremony for you and it's basically to to heal you in any way that you're looking for any type of healing um, you know there's some people that are going some real deep shit in there uh, luckily I was coming from a good place I was coming with a pure heart an open mind uh, I was getting, coming from a good state of place you know state my mind state was good um, but there's people in there that are coming from you know uh, what is it physical abuse yeah. sexual abuse sure. uh, coming from addiction issues trauma uh, you know, mine was to also, I had some trauma that I was getting, or everyone had trauma and the trauma could be breaking a body part, a bone or something and, or getting into a car accident. Or, you or know? trauma as a kid, when you're two, three years old, you don't remember, but exactly. somehow, some way it's affected you. Yes. But yes. You don't, you're not aware of it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Your subconscious that comes back to you. You hear a lot of stories like that. Um, How many people in the group? It's like uh, 15 people. And this is for the weekend. For the weekend. Okay, yeah. so you're with these people for the weekend. Now, you're in your own little, like, room when you're sleeping. Are you alone? Are you rooming with people? Or? Yeah, you're with people. Yeah, you're rooming with people. There's private sections if you want and things like that. A little but bit more expensive? Yeah, a little bit more expensive, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, now, explain to, the, explain to yeah. me when you're in the circle and you're and you're sipping on this. What do you, I mean, would you call it like a tea? It's a tea. Okay. Yeah, it's basically okay. a tea. They, okay. they brew it. With, they mix it again based on uh, other plants and things like that. Um, Shokrana plant, I think it's called Shokrana. Um, it's a tea. It's you're in a group setting. It's you sit down, um, you start the ceremony. Um, you know they do their religious, uh, not religious, but like they they say their sa- sacred pa- prayers and things like that. Bless the ayahuasca basically, and then um, it's bitter. Tastes like crap. It does, huh? uh, Six ounces, eight th- ounces. It's like uh, yeah, something like it depends. It depends yeah. how much dosage you want, and sometimes the dosage could be stronger, okay. and sometimes it could be less strong. But they usually start you off based on like how much you want, and about eight eight ounce. Mm, no, not eight ounce. That's pretty, like six ounce maybe. Okay. Yeah, something Between like that. Four and six. Four and say, six. Right? Yeah, I would say something like now, that. Now, are you sipping on the tea? No, you're just cheersing. Boom, down, down it. The then mix it with a little bit of water because it's so thick it, it, it sticks onto the glass. Mix it with the water. Take it again. So, uh-huh. you, yeah, you get. A, now, your instant feeling was what? So instant feeling anything, is you're burning instant? up. Okay. Okay, you're burning up, and you're just like, what the hell is this nasty taste? But you don't feel anything until about 30 minutes. It kicks in. Um, about 30 minutes it kicks in and then it lasts up to like four to six hours and you feel the full effects within like a couple hours and you know I could explain to you what the what, what I felt and what I went through what I saw but it doesn't do it justice to the experience itself and you know it's one of those things where like you're like dude you have to be there mm-hmm. or you have to experience it yourself uh, it's do you remember everything do I remember ev- everything yeah uh, not everything uh, but I wrote down after the ceremony, like you, get, you know, the ceremony happens and you go into like three, four in the morning, man. And then, wow. uh, by the time you're done, you're just like, I just want to lay out and chill. Yeah. And drain. So you maybe grab a bite to eat real quick. So you got some like, you know, fruits and things like that. And then you knock out yeah. best sleep ever. And you only sleep four hours. Like, uh, but you feel like a million bucks when you wake up, wake huh? up, you're like rested. Yeah. Wow. Best sleep. Wake up, then you have some, some reflection time with the group. You go over everything, um, and then at that point you get some alone time. Uh, I went and took a nice cold shower, uh, refreshed up, and then just jumped on a hammock and started typing notes in my 
in my book. As to what you remembered from last night. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you went because you had some trauma as a kid. Uh, you know what? I got uh, I got curious. I read my uh, my brother-in-law. So my brother-in-law, his brother is a shaman. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he went to Peru. Mm-hmm. He did the whole diet. And by the way, there's a big diet that goes along with it, preparing yourself. That's right. For the Tell event. Tell me about that. For yeah. a whole week. A whole week. I did a whole week diet, and it's very, very uh, strict. Strict. Very strict. Yeah. It's what like, was that diet like? You couldn't have sugars. You couldn't have sweets. You could only have a certain fruits like bananas and apples. Uh, you can't. Uh, Do you remember what you ate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? So breakfast, I had almond, but you, you were allowed almond butter, but not peanut butter. I had almond butter with bananas, and you could have like rice cakes if you want. Okay. okay. Um, lunch, you had vegetables. You could have vegetables, but no salt. Okay. You can't. You know, you could just touch a little bit of olive oil. Okay. Um, you could do rice, no salt. You know, just straight, plain, no, no seasoning, nothing like that. Quinoa, but straight, like no salt. Okay. Very difficult. Uh, I lost like maybe seven, eight pounds for in, in a week. In a week, yeah. 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 Getting ready for that, yeah. Um, no alcohol, no smoking, no drugs, no sex. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. Like that. So they want it to like when you're downing that tea to really get like a full impact. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Man, it's it gets it gets you insane. it gets you and then you purge. So the the whole part of the the program or the ceremony is that you know you're releasing all these toxins you're releasing all this bad energy that's inside of you parasites whatever it is and you purge a lot and for myself i didn't throw up but i purged in different ways and i thought like i was doing something wrong because i wasn't throwing up i was like man everyone around me was seemed like they were throwing up because you don't see much it's dark Mm. and i just hear people throwing up after you know after 30 minutes or so and i was like damn it i'm not throwing up so i was kind of tripping out on that Mm. but then when i went outside and my brother-in-law, who was the shaman, who he was part of it, and um, we were talking with them, and he, we had a, a mapacho. Was like we were smoking a mapacho, which is like their rolled-up tobacco mm-hmm. uh, from Peru, and he was telling me, yeah, not everyone needs to purge. Right? Or, in, in, oh, sorry, not right. everyone needs to purge by throwing up. You could purge in different ways. And for me, it was diarrhea. Mm. Dude, Mike, I must have taken like 15 shits. I'm not even exaggerating. Wow. In a matter of like four hours like wow. 15 sh- it was crazy bro wow and i don't even have any food in my system because you weren't supposed to eat after two o'clock do you have a diaper on <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, adult diapers dude. Shit. crazy dude yeah it's uh so you didn't throw up but you took it out a different way different way yeah Sh- shitting out, i also hole. took it off by sh- involuntary shaking like mm. in, like you know it's, it was crazy like you were seeing these visuals i'm laying down i'm looking up and i'm seeing all these crazy visuals and all these like thoughts are going through your mind like self-reflection and, and deep thoughts and in happy moments with like people from my past life right or people people that passed away and um present moment thoughts it's all this going through and i'm looking up and looking at the stars and seeing different things shapes and eyes looking at me from the stars and and i'm trembling and shaking like mm-hmm. looking up and i notice myself i feel myself trembling you know when you're almost like having a bad dream and you're shaking and you're like and you snap out of it yep this one, you notice it and you're not snapping out. You don't want to snap out. It feels good. Staying in the moment. Staying in the moment. In the you're moment. like, dude. You want to be in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to stay in there. And and then I'm weeping, crying. And that's another way of purging. Like, mm-hmm. you know, tears coming out mm-hmm. of love, of happiness, of sadness. Wow. Just It's it, like a detox. Yeah. Right? It's, it's like, like a, a detox. detox. It's it's so hard. Like I said, it's so hard to explain. It doesn't do it justice. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have to kind of like I experience it, it to like feel it exactly. So... Um, 
back to back to some of the trauma. I don't I don't mean to like beat on this trauma. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. But the your dad passed away a couple years ago. Yeah. Now, how what relationship did you have with your dad? Was it a good one or? My dad, like, we had a good. It wasn't tainted, but it was it, it was a relationship that I felt like, and it, it's a perception, right? I felt like it was uh, it was. He loved me, and I loved him, of course. But it wasn't as close as I as I would want it to be, as a, a brotherhood or a fatherhood. We're looking at, at some of my peers and friends, and saw how their dads were with them. It was a different type of love. But after doing the ayahuasca, and realized that you know everyone shows their love differently. So it was just my perception and my thought process, and I could have been different. How I could have been, you know, different with the relationship. Um, you know, he, my dad was very wise guy. He, uh, strong-willed, determination, you know, courage, powerful, brave, and he didn't show love. The only time I think he 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 kissed me was my birthday, mm-hmm. Christmas, and New Year's. Not when he <laughs> so, scored 100 points. Now, oh, I should know 100 points. You think he did too? That's <laughs> 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 what he did too. <laughs> but it was like what I'm trying to say is my my uncle who had also passed away, and he's like that funny uncle that everybody has. He showed I would wrestle with him. Yeah kissing me hugging me like this time messing around yeah. and that's what i remember from my childhood and my that dad's, was your dad's brother no my mom's brother mom's brother my mom's okay. brother okay and my dad's i didn't remember any of that from my childhood and i was like you know if i'm i'm picturing when i'm a dad I'm, i'll be like that i feel like and i didn't realize like I'm, your uncle yeah i'll be like my uncle wrestling and yeah and showing love and affection yeah. that way so i never got that from my dad and i don't know it never resonated with me so it's just a different type of love he loved me and yeah. he cared for me he wanted the best for me you know I see that in a lot of um, parenting because it's, I, I feel like it's not so much to do with you and him not being proud of what you were doing. It's more about the person that he came from. And it was hard for him, I think, to maybe break that because he came from probably a tough environment. Right. A strong environment. Yes. And everything was just tough, 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 right? It mm-hmm. wasn't like, it's okay, you're going to be better tomorrow. It was like, no, 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 you got to be better right now. Yeah. You know? yeah. And... So I, you know, I'm I'm sure that I, I, ayahuasca, ayahuasca, uh-huh. ayahuasca, yeah. probably helped you out, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It brought me closure with them and made me like realize, like kind of what you said right now. It's self reflection of it's a different way of showing love and where he came from, like uh-huh. his background. And I kind of knew it, but I didn't really put it into you know much. I didn't give it too much thought. I didn't I didn't think about it as much. But he came from a tough background. What his parents, how he was raised up, and yeah. how he was raised and how he was brought up, but whatever he saw he kind of kind of imitated i guess yeah. right the other cool part is for you is when you see things from your parents your grandparents your uncles your aunts friends right whatever cousins and how they become how their parents for us at least for me you and i we're not married we don't have any children the cool part for us is that we can take the good and the bad right. from everybody yeah. and forget about the bad, the way they treat their kids. Forget about all that, but take all the good. Exactly. And that good you can take oh, when yeah. you're then a parent. Yeah. You know? You can and build off that. Totally. Yeah. That, that's how I look at it. So at least you recognize what's good and what's bad. That's the key. Definitely. As long as you as a person recognize the good and the bad, then you're going to be okay. You're going to be successful because you know what's good. You know how to be successful. Right. And you know that good is going to make you successful and, and your kid as well. Yeah. So that's the cool part. It is. Yeah. That's the cool part about that. Yeah. It's a lot of benefits from it. Yeah. So um, it was a three-day – it was a three-day thing? It was, yeah, the two nights. Two-night okay. thing, three-day. Would day. you do it again? 
Or is it kind of a one and done thing? You know what? It, 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 I don't want to say it's addicting, but that feeling, I guess I was yeah. explaining it to you when we were having dinner, right? You can't buy this plan on Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> Just do it right Prime. <laughs> it's Get a prime. drone dropped in my... <laughs> Dude, it, it's out of, like I was saying, it's, it's out of a yeah. video game. The second night that I, I, I took a little bit higher dosage, mm. took a little bit more, because like the first, so they offer it to you and then you could take some more afterwards if you want. And but they cut you off at a certain point of the night because they don't want you to be like tripping out on this thing sure. when the ceremony's done. Because they, when they close out the ceremony, um, they want you to just rest and not be tripping out. Some people still are tripping out because they took too much or you know they're having a big high. Um, so the first night I finished and I was coming down and I was like, oh, can I get some more? Um, and they they said, oh, we're getting close to the end. We don't want you to take it because we don't want you to uh, continue that high after the ceremony's done. And during the ceremony, they're singing Icaros, right? The shamans are singing Icaros. And what these Icaros are, is basically spiritual he- healing. Um, and then they sing it in a group setting, and they sing it to you one-on-one. And one-on-one, they're basically singing directly to you. And at that point, they're you know they're trying to figure you out and, and, and trying to see what you're going through. And, oh, really? And so, working with you. Okay. Like, yeah, okay. they're studying you. They're working with you. And they've, they've practiced this. Now, are they kind of going down a line to people? Because there's, what, 20 of you there? Yeah. And there's three or four? There's uh, two shamans that were in that ceremony. And then they have some helpers. Okay. And then they go kind of like pick and okay. choose. But there's... T- times where people are going through some serious shit and you could hear it and they feel and it they feel they it kind of and they go in directly and they help them out like those people first so luckily mine cool. was a good experience it was a good trip um I, would i do it again i'm planning on it yeah 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 i'm planning on it um uh, whenever the next opportunity comes i don't know when it would be yeah i would definitely do it again just to experience to see how it is the second time around yeah um but yeah the second night when i took it um i took a heavier dosage and man it was out of a out of a video game like it was like it was it's so hard to explain like when you so when you the ceremony takes place it takes place inside of a moloka 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 they call it moloka so it's inside of like a you know it's house and when you go outside it's to go to a restroom or whatnot or take a break smoke something whatever you want that's outside of the ceremony spiritual grounds mm. free game out there kind of um they tell you not to wander off too much right because I mean, how do you not yeah well because it could get dark out there. Yeah. Depending on your mind. And but uh, where is your mind? Yeah. Th- you, does your did your mind know where you were? So that's the, that's the thing. Yeah. So your mind knows where you're at, mm. but it's like it could travel to different places. Like I I, I tra- at one point I saw the outside as being a jungle, and I saw animals, mm. and I got oh this is trippy. Like I see a tiger right there, but it's cool. I th- and what made me realize this with my dad it resonated and with, with the mm. brought me closure with him was like my dad was, was very brave and courageous so now so I was scared I thought of my dad I was like man my dad was so brave and cur- courageous I had the courage to do it uh, I was like I'm a, you know I'm not scared so now anytime I have any type of fear with anything in life nice. you just I think of my dad and I was like man he was brave enough to do it that I could do it nice. um, but yeah when, when I have to go to a restroom shit I had no other choice but then when you're going you're like going through this jungle it felt like you know animals I saw tigers primarily I saw tigers um, but uh, not to cut you off yeah but an animal figure I wonder if others people's other people see, saw different animals different though, probably okay yeah because I didn't see anyone and it's funny because tiger resonates your father my father, or in, I think, I think, because I, I, my name Tigran, they call me Tiger a lot, Tigger oh, wow. back in the day, and Tiger. So wow. that, and then everyone got to choose a stuffed animal 
um, in the beginning of the before the ceremony started, and I eyed the tiger because I was like always all about tigers, and I have a tiger poster in my house in my room, wow. so I picked the tiger. So maybe that's where my mind was when mm. I was thinking tiger, mm. you know. So okay. that could have been it. Makes sense. Um, but then at times out there, like I said, it could get like dark, man. Like you could, your mind starts wandering, but the the plants are alive, the leaves look like they're moving. I'm telling you, man, like I felt like Super Mario Brother out there at one point. Like this is a fucking game. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> podcast, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> Love it. Wow. Yeah. Like it was like almost like a game, and it got it got to a point where like it could have it was coming from a dark place again, where your mind goes. And I saw a cemetery, and I was like, oh shit, do I want to explore this more? Right. Like, do mm-hmm. I want to go into this? And and then I saw some. I think I told you I saw some kind of like some whites. Thing moving towards me right and i thought it was like a, a ghost it looked like a ghost ended up being somebody else that was wearing all white it was a, it was a human being oh, it was actually yeah, a guy walking that, towards yeah. me and i was like oh shit man yeah. like trip me out like i thought you were like uh you know a ghost and yeah. he's like yeah you're like no man i'm real like the guy i mean yeah. <laughs> so it was it, it, it just depends where your mind can take and that's why they say don't travel too far outside of the ceremony they have the helpers come mm. look at you and like make you sure you're coming back into the maloka because that's where the actual healing is happening Mm. outside is like uh almost like a high and you're Got experiencing it. did you see your dad i did i did i saw eyes looking at me and my you know when i was looking up and i saw his eyes and i figured it was his eyes because i was thinking about him mm. and that was part of like my reasoning to go is to get rid of any trauma that i've experienced since i was a little kid and also to see my dad and, and talk to him and get some closure and were you able to communicate no not really communicate okay. but like Maybe through eyes and through eyes, through thoughts and through reflection. Body language. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Stuff, huh? One trippy thing that I did see was uh, the second night I saw my dad in an operation room when he was sick. You know, he had cancer, and when he was being operated on, I was looking through his eyes, looking up at the doctors, and just looking around the room and and seeing wow. how terrified he was. Huh? Through his eyes. Through his eyes. Yeah, like I basically was the guy patient looking up and. What? Yeah, it was it was pretty trippy. So that part, like I, I was like, man, my dad was terrified at that moment, and I had no idea. Like, no one knows anybody's pain, yeah. and yeah, no one. Like, it. I almost I almost felt his pain at that moment. Like it was almost like your dad was trying to tell you at that moment and tell you then, look, this is what I was going through. Yeah. You know. This, yeah. This was this was a hard part of my life, and yeah. you know, now, now you're starting to kind of feel it. Your uncle that you were very close to also passed away. Yeah. Right? My uncle passed did away. Did you see him in any of those? He did. I did, yeah. It was crazy because, like, ayahuasca lasts for four or six hours, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going through all these crazy highs and lows, whatever. But I had a lot of time. And, again, it's where your mind is. And my mind was on spirits and talking to people and remembering them. And I remembered my uncle, my grandma, my grandfather. Um, I remembered all of them. My uncle, like, taught me to be a better uncle. Mm. Um, you know, because he was like a father figure, almost like to me, a brother figure, I should say more like, because sure. we talked about girls, we talked about sports, we talked about life, bullshit. And so he just, you know, what, when I saw him, I saw, I thought, yeah, I, I know what I need to do to be a better uncle. And I am a good uncle. At least I think I'm a great uncle for my nephews and my niece. And uh, I just taught me like to be more of what he was doing, of showing affection and love. And, and, uh, my grandma taught me the simple things in life. Uh, like when looking, thinking about her, she she was uh, handicapped pretty much. After she had a stroke for five years, she couldn't use her whole uh, left side, just her right side. But she was happy with life, living like that. Mm-hmm. And that made me like think about like, man, just the simple things in life. What we take a lot of shit for granted is yep. 
it's stupid it's petty stuff you know yeah. we should be happy we're blessed for what we have and she made me realize that she was happy just living like that yeah yeah no doubt man we get locked in what we do every day you know and yeah and it's so easy to take stuff for granted oh I mean, man so easy um our eyes that we were able to use when we wake up in the mornings i mean yeah. the smallest stuff like yeah. that you don't think yeah. about that you, you wake up in the morning you're like okay what do i have to do today sure and you're like wait a second i just opened my eyes sure and i'm able to see the world thank right? you for that yeah so yeah no doubt we have a lot to be grateful for definitely so this this was a victory then for you right oh big time big yeah. time and i, I appreciate it. i think my brother my brother-in-law jota for and he's an md and that's he's the only reason i did it because yeah. he's an md and he decided to go to Peru and study this medicine. Wow. Yeah. And he got you know into the Amazon, wow. did it for like a whole year, wow. did the diet. You have to do a diet for a year. It's a strict wow. diet. Um, wow. You take the medicine. There's different medicines you could practice. There's the coca plant medicine and like I said, shokruna and all that stuff and peyote and whatever. And there's a bunch of them, whichever one you're fe feeling and, and just stages to this, right? You got you to gotta pass. And he did all that. And what got me interested in this book and it was called what is it? Fellowship of the River. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's going to be interested. And I only did it because he was there. He needs an MD. I go, if anything happens to me, at least I got a medical yeah, doctor outside. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> He'll look out because if it wasn't yeah. for him, I wouldn't have done it. Sure. I don't think so. Sure. Okay. You know? Okay. okay. Uh, but you're happy you did it even though, like, I mean, if, if you had to go back in time and say he wasn't an MD and he wasn't going to be there, you would do it. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's cool that he is an MD and you were able to do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you're able to hopefully, you know, have some sort of closure with your father. Yeah. Right. Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. Well, that's 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 huge, man. That's yeah. a really important thing. It really is. Um, a lot of people go through, you know, that type of stuff, and they kind of just stay, um, in in quicksand, if you will. Right. right. They, they they can't they can't really move or go anywhere. They kind of stay stagnant. And it's awesome that you went out and did something like that yeah. to improve your life and make a difference in your life, you know? Definitely. And and you taking care of yourself means you can take care of others, which are your nieces and nephews. Right, and yeah. And your family and your mother. Exactly. No, it resonated with me, man. Like, but, the, you know, I was, I'm happy. And I don't know what the second time will be. They, they said that then this is why I want to go. And I don't want to feel in or experience anything bad. But I had a good trip. And if you could have a good trip or a bad trip. But again, yeah. it calls where you're coming from. I was coming from a good place, pure heart, open mind. Um, but they say that never every experience is different. Never every no one night is the same basically, mm -hmm. and that's true because the second night I kicked my ass and I was all over the place. Like, yeah, body moving. You started control. dancing with that <laughs> girl, right? <laughs> that's right. So you have like you a policy. You're in the Vegas club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tripping out on some serious marijuana. Yeah, dude, they, they they have a policy where like yeah. you know you, you respect the others. Sure. Space and territory. Everyone's going through stuff you don't know and no touching and things like that. And man, I was the rhythm, the beat of this Icaros of this woman that was singing, and she had this beautiful voice. And when she was singing to me like one on one, she second night she sang to me. First night, my brother-in-law sang to me. Second night, she sang to me, and man, I was just dancing like involuntarily, like my, I, I was just, just dancing, yeah. body moving. Like those flowers that dance. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Arm was up here yeah. and yeah. down there, and the other one down there, and the next thing you know, you know, she's sitting across from me, and. I, I'm touching her dancing and she's like Get away you can't me, touch yeah. me can't like, I'm, she's at work she's Gotta a shaman pro, yeah. yeah she's trying to do her work and I'm interfering but it wasn't coming from a bad place no. or an, bad intentions it was just like my vibe when I'm happy I'm just touch, touchy sure. touchy and felt good, good I felt energy, dancing yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it was but yeah. it was funny yeah okay now prior to you th by the way I'm extremely happy for you I really am thank you because man. you're an incredible person and um 
you know, if you didn't have closure with your father, if it was zero percent, and now if it's twenty percent or fifty percent or eighty percent, right, hundred percent, it's better. It's it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a really big deal. I'm really happy for you, extremely happy for you. So, but prior to you coming in and um, us starting this interview, you said that today you went and saw a medium. Yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah, man. So, and again, it wasn't planned. It just happened that it fell today, obviously. And this is uh, a housewife? No, so his name is Tim Braun. Tim Braun. And he's been on, I think, the Housewives of OC, Orange County. And he's lives in, I think, Laguna or in OC. And, and it, he's, because he's one of the husbands or he's he's doing the medium on the show? He was, no, he, that does, he primarily does the medium stuff. That's his business. And then they had invited him to be on a particular show. Okay. So it was just like one episode okay. or something like okay. that. Um, maybe a couple more. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I saw one episode. And he could actually come to your house, I guess, and do it where the, the, the death take place. Yeah. Or he go to his office, does it over the phone. But yeah, I went, uh, I had set up the appointment over a month ago because he's busy. Um, and I set it up for today and I went in a song today and, it was more closure, man. And, wow. you know, people, I tell some people sometimes and people might think I'm crazy. And, you know, what are you looking for? What are you, I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. curious. I, I'm, maybe, maybe if the guy's full of BS, I go and I check it out. At least I can say I check it out. Exactly you know? right. Like that's, that's how I look at things now too. Back in the day, I'll be honest with you. I'd be like, eh, that's too crazy for me. Yeah. No thanks. But yeah. now I'm curious. Yeah. I, there's stuff that maybe is true, maybe isn't true, but it's worth spending the couple hundred bucks, whatever yeah. it was, and finding out if the guy's full of shit or not. Right. And in your case, it sounded like he wasn't really full of shit. No, no, man. Like, he said some stuff that you I, – I, for, for example, I didn't tell him anything about my, my past, my okay. life, right? You just walk in there and you fill out a form online and kind of your name and things like that. But basic information on basic, the form? Didn't yeah. have to say anything about yourself? No, Like no. where you're from, where you're born? No, no, nothing like that. Your no. age, obviously – um, or no, like the year you were born. Maybe the year I was born. I can't even remember. I got to go back and check. I don't okay. even think like not that detailed. Okay. No, just okay. like your your information, your name, phone number, and maybe address, I think. So okay. something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I walked in there and he kind of said, what's your name? That's it. Oh, what, what and is, just the two of you, right? Just the two of us. Okay. Yeah. What, is it, what does your name represent? I think that's all he asked me. Mm-hmm. Told him the name after a great king. He was familiar with the Armenian uh, mm. name, but I told him it's one of the great kings of Armenia. And, uh, yeah, he just got down to it. I didn't tell him anything about who passed away mm-hmm. in my life, um, why I'm there. Um, and it kind of just came about that he said, you know, there's a father figure there standing over you um, on your right side. And uh, and with his dad, went from my grandfather, which both of them passed away. And he said some stuff that, like, again, I could be what my perspective was. And my perspective could be different for somebody else's. But there was certain things that only my family or I would have known about what he was going through and what I was thinking about, like stuff to the T were like, damn, I was thinking about this image of my dad in a certain room that I saw. And he kind of mentioned, and he said, your dad wants you to forget that image, like let it go. And I was like, damn dude, I've been thinking about that image every time I pass by that room. No way. Yeah. And he said, he wants you to forget that image. I was like, Oh shit. Like that's like, how the hell did he know that? Like you were just thinking about it. I've been thinking about that. Like, what? Yeah, dude. Were you thinking about it at that moment, or you've been thinking about it when you passed the room? I was thinking about it constantly when I passed that particular room okay. in my house. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So uh-huh. at that time, when you were sitting with the medium, you weren't thinking about that thought at the time. It was No, it, was, it wasn't that thought. No, I wasn't thinking about that thought. So it was we almost t- like your dad knows that you're thinking about this moment. Yeah. 
and he wants you to get over it. Yeah. And so the medium is telling you that this is what he's communicating with me to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty wow. crazy. Like, it's trippy. I, I was, I, I'm not going to lie, I was bawling at yeah. times, you know, because oh, it was like yeah. some shit like that. It's real, like, oh, shit sure. that hits home. And you're just sitting in front of a stranger, you don't know who it is, and it's another man, and you're like, damn, I don't want to cry in front of this man, but sure. shit, I can't. I oh, can't I'm let sure go. He's seen a lot oh, yeah, of, he's seen a lot. lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's, uh, I just thought of something right now. It's kind of crazy is that. Your dad is probably happy that you're doing this type of stuff too. Oh yeah. Because he's probably looking down on you. Yeah. Obviously proud of what you're doing every day. Yeah. But he's also thinking to himself, you know what? I probably was maybe a little bit too hard on him, and thank God that he's going through this type of stuff, going sure. to see a medium, and I can communicate with him now. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, that's he's probably really happy that you're doing. I this. agree, man. I yeah. agree. And, you know, that's what he. That's the message that I got that he's proud of me and um, appreciative of all the stuff that I, you know done did for him during those last yeah. few days and you know i felt like i felt guilty there was a lot of guilt on my end that i could have done more but he's you know it just made me feel more comfortable i said that dude you you did what you you did all you can yeah and he's very appreciative of that yeah. you know and that stuff is 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 some real shit it yeah real it was about an hour long with the medium hour long yeah, yeah. hour long flew by and it was how much 345 345 bucks that doesn't seem like that much no it wasn't I, so bad i mean it's good for an hour for him but it's <laughs> that's a very good rate <laughs> yeah that's but it was a, a very good rate but i mean bad. shoot man i think it could probably change a lot of lives yeah 345 bucks i mean like i would think about like he says don't come back don't do it again for like another i think it's on his it like three to six months don't okay. come back like you know it's too early yeah. give it time to pass um and he, and he he's he's pretty upfront. like he says hey i don't control who comes in here Okay. Wow. He goes. He tells you like, if they come in, they come in, and what you're supposed to do leading up to it, a week in advance or whenever, like when you have the appointment, you call for the spirits, whoever you want to come, invite them to uh, the sitting, and you tell them it's a Newport Beach, you tell them the area, you tell them the time, and what you're calling them for, like kind of calling them. Um, so I've been doing that. I did that. There was people I called that didn't show up, and my my, my only people that showed up was my dad and my grandma. Mm. Um, I wanted my uncle to come. He didn't come. And I was like, did anyone come from my mom's side? And I finally said, well, you know, your grandma's on your left side. And whoever's on your left is from your mom's mm-hmm. side. And he said, your grandma's sitting in the back. I like her. She's very respectful. But she's giving all this time to your dad because your dad needs this wow. time. But she's there. And she just wants to say that, you know, she loved you like a mother figure. And mm. it was true because she was living up with my mom at our house. Yeah. And she yeah. was like a second mother to me. I, yeah. 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 So... All he talked about for an hour were was your grandmother and your father. That's it. Yeah. Nobody else. Nobody else. And he says from the beginning, like I can't control who comes in, who comes, who doesn't come. He didn't know about your father passing away. He didn't no. know any about anything about your family history. No. He didn't know any of that stuff. No. And he asked, like you know, in the beginning, like, have you came to me for it? No. I said my parents, uh, my mom, mom has, and my sister has, um, but he didn't know who my mom or sister was. Uh, because I have a different last name, even if he were to try to research stuff, right? I have yeah. a different last name yeah. than theirs. My mom kept her uh, her, her maiden name. Um, but yeah, she even he even brought up a, a pet that we had. What? A sister. My sister's pet, Cat. That was once mine, and my sister took it over. And the pet disappeared about a... The cat disappeared about a year ago. And he's like... And we don't know what happened. We assumed that he passed away. It was, you know, first sure. a house cat, then a, a straight cat, or yeah. a outside, outdoor, outdoor cat. And... Yeah. Um, my, he said that there's this white pet 
And, you know, again, he's not dead straight on point of what you're going to... He's not going to say a white cat with black spots. Sure. But this cat was white, mostly had some black spots. So he says, there's this white pet that I see. What is this? And, you know, he talks to you, like a conversation. And I was like, well, there's a white pet. My sister had a white... I had, it was once mine. I gave it to my sister. It was a white cat with some black spots on it. Okay, yeah, I think this is it. Let your sister know he's there. He's with them. He brought this cat. And he's asking me if I could bring this cat to the sitting, like kind of joking with me, even though he's bringing it. And my the cat died? The cat died. Oh, so he's with your, well, we, we, with your dad? We, we assume he died because the cat was like, I don't know, 18 years or something okay. like that. Okay. So what? basically he's saying that okay, my sister, the cat one day just disappeared all of a sudden because sure. he was an outside cat. But my sister would still feed it and give it water and things like that, right? Yeah. Um, so the cat would come around. And then one day it just never came around. Mm. And my niece and nephew would always like, what happened to the cat? What happened to our cat? Freddie was his name. What happened yeah. to the cat? And Freddie. Yeah, Freddie. <laughs> Did you ask for Freddie to show up? No. No. But no. Freddie showed up. But showed up. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, where the heck did that come from? Yeah. Um, that's uh, that's awesome. That is some really great information, and I really appreciate you being uh, candid about it. Yeah. It really definitely. means a lot. Not you know, for me because I can we can then produce this for other people if they're going through similar things right. and they can think about doing it for themselves, whatever. They don't they don't have to, but maybe it makes them feel better. Um but uh thank you for this. Really yeah. appreciate it. There's one last thing I want to talk about, maybe actually two two things. There's one thing that I love uh and I need in my life and that's called a routine. Yeah. I love my routine. Um, tell us about your routine every day. Routines are great, man. It keeps you disciplined, keeps you in control. Um, I, I love to obviously work out, and I've been working out. So my routine is getting up early, um, get up early. I make my coffee. This is my routine. You know, I get my coffee, start my day, uh, straight black coffee, and then I'll uh, meditate for about 10 minutes yeah. every morning. Um, it's quiet time. Sometimes I meditate with Adriana, your girl. Oh, <laughs> don't talk about it like that, man. <laughs> That's yoga with Adrian. Oh, she Adrian, Adrian. Is there you go. just the best. Oh, man, yeah. Sometimes Mrs. Mrs. Gabriel right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put on her and, uh, you know, sometimes I'll just quiet quiet yeah. the mind and sit down and meditate in the morning. Um, you do the seven-minute uh, yoga The seven-minute, yeah, yeah, I love that one. Best. Quick, nice to the point. So and it's, good. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, then I'll just head out to the gym, go get my workout in in the morning. Um Get my workout in. You're Do, eating before. Okay, so you're 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 waking up. You're having your coffee, and then you go straight to your meditation session. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And then do you have food right after the meditation, or do you go to the gym? I go to the gym. If I do have any food, it'll be like a uh, small protein bar type kind of thing. Prior to your workout. With my coffee. Yeah. In the, prior, mor- in the morning. Okay. In with the, morning. the coffee. In yeah. The morning. Okay. Uh-huh. In the okay. morning. Okay. Okay. Now you're at your workout at the gym. What, what time are we? What time are we at right now? Um. So let's see. We get there by like six thirty. Like around 6:30, nice. I would say. Get okay, to the gym. So you're 6, starting 6:30, 6:45 ish, something mm-hmm. like that. You're done with your workout at. Sometimes it'll be like 8:30. Sometimes yeah. it'll be like because uh, what I do, is I, I do, awesome. I do a good amount of hour of workout, yeah. and then by the time I get into uh, there's a steam, I'll do a cold shower. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big believer in cold showers. You know it. Yeah. I, I told you about that. It just wakes Life you up. Life changer. Life changer, right? Life changer, man. Yeah. It turns your brain on in the morning. Yes. Yes. It's the cold shower is the best. Hundred percent. At night, you take your warm shower so you can sleep. Yeah. But in the mornings, people out there who are listening, if you're not taking your cold showers in the mornings, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Because your brain turns on and you're thinking so many different things that you wouldn't have thought of in right. the shower. I, yeah. I feel like your mind works in the shower. Yeah. And it's going to work times 10 if it's a cold shower. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's good for your joints, good for your body, good for your mind. Like you said, good for your hair too. Yeah. <laughs> Did you yeah, wash it with cold water? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, I do that. And then I go steam. Oh, actually, sorry. 
I, yeah, I take a quick cold shower, quick one, go steam, steam for about like 10 to 15 minutes, mm -hmm. stretch out also in the steam, and then go back and take another cold shower, and then go get dressed, hit up the office, go into the office, nice. uh, get a full day in, uh, eat healthy. Yeah. Uh, so when I get to the office in the morning, I'll have my breakfast, mm -hmm. and my go-to breakfast is bananas with almond butter, and then I'll put it either on like uh, a bagel, a wheat bagel, mm -hmm. um, or I'll go ahead and put it on rice cakes. Yep. Yeah, you got my... me on those rice cakes. Yeah, they're so good, right? Love those rice cakes. Yeah, and it's and it's it's like eating air. Yeah, and it I think it tastes good. I think it tastes like popcorn with bananas, <laughs> with, yeah. with peanut butter. That's, exactly. that's, what I, that's, that's awesome. What it, yeah. That's how it, I mean, because I I've been really strict with my diet thanks to you. I when I have a rice cake, it's like cheating for me. Yeah, but it's not it's cheating. Not. It's good. And what got me into it was the ayahuasca because mm. they allowed rice cakes. Mm and almond butter and i was like dude i was like my go-to thing because i was like you're hungry on that shit man yep. dude, when you don't have salt and no sugar yeah. and no other added stuff and you're just eating you know it's i was you don't have to go vegan for ayahuasca but i chose to because i've done vegan before Were you working out in that week as well light okay and they said i was gonna say because yeah. you're probably like faint and right might, yeah might they, say, lighted, they say they say work out very light uh-huh yeah. exactly yeah. yeah so i was working out very light but yeah my go-to breakfast now by the way uh-huh I love breakfast. Is the best. Oatmeal, uh -huh. almond milk, love it. Bananas, hemp seeds. Oh, nice. Yep. With peanut butter. Ooh, dude. Heaven, dude. <laughs> it's like another dessert, and yeah. good for you, healthy. Yep. And you're you get your oats. Oh you man. You get your protein, your good fats. All. Hemp seeds, you get you know you get some protein, protein? in there. Oh yeah. Um, that's my go-to. Okay, so for lunch now, what are you doing? Lunch. It could be salad, veggies. I'm still – lately, I haven't been – the last three weeks, I've been pretty bad, like mm -hmm. eating kind of out all, all over the place. Mm -hmm. uh, still, for the most part, pretty pretty uh, healthy. Yeah. But uh, doing vegetables, quinoa, brown rice, uh, grilled vegetables, nice. uh, cauliflower, things like that, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, um, salads. And yeah. I get the salads from Costco, yeah. the pre-made packs. Perfect. Put that on there. Just key with that is just give up the croutons. Yeah. No cheese, dressing very light. Do balsamic vinaigrette. No ranch. No dairy. That that's another key. Is, that is I avoid key. dairy. And even though I've been bad this last three weeks with my sweets and I have a sweet tooth, avoid dairy, avoid salt, your sodium and your sugar uh, and your sugars. If you keep those three, you're good. Agree, man. Yeah. I've seen a big difference with those. Get cutting those three out. Right. I I haven't had dairy in a long time. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I haven't yeah. had dairy in a long time. I, I could feel a difference. Last night, I had a really bad meal with a friend. We went out. We ate. Um, We had cauliflower with buffalo sauce, which you're like, oh, you're eating healthy. No, right. you're not, dude. You're not, okay? <laughs> that buffalo, buffalo sauce. sauce yeah. Okay? It's like having a nice big salad with ranch dressing right. over it. Like, yeah. It defeats the entire – just have a burger. Right. Better, better off. Now – and then we had um, Brussels sprouts, right. which was excellent. I'm drenched not a big in soy? Sprout. Was it drenched in soy? Dressed <laughs> in butter, dude. Oh, okay. Like drenched in butter okay. with like little slices of apples. Like oh, delicious. Wow. Sounds good. And then good. we had a big fat ribeye that we sh what, that we shared. Nice. The key here for me is I had two drinks. Bro. Ah, I haven't uh -huh. had two drinks until like, like 12 months ago. <laughs> No bullshit. <laughs> I don't drink much. You know me. Yeah. I don't yeah. really drink. I don't need to really drink much. I don't sure. really like to drink. Right. But I did last night because I was feeling good 
And I had the first drink, and I'm like, man, I'm drunk. Damn. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm like on a cloud right cheap, now. Cheap date, right? Totally, cheap right? <laughs> and my buddy's like, dude, have one more. You got to have one more. I was like, eh. So the guy comes around, and he's like, you going to have I was like, yeah, give me one more. Go for it. Yeah. So I'm like now sipping on this thing, babysitting this drink. Yeah. And I'm like, man, what am I doing? I don't want to do this. I woke up not feeling very well yeah. the next day. You feel it. Woke up at 6.30, right? What would you drink, vodka or whiskey? Vodka. Vodka. Yeah, so at least clear, right? At least yeah. if you're going to drink, it's got to be yeah, clear. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it was a gimlet, by the way. Vodka with lime, lime and some other stuff. Okay. It tastes good. But I just, it does. My body was like, dude, what are you doing? You haven't had this in a while. Don't don't be doing this shit, yeah. right? Wake up at 6.30 the next morning. I fiddle around, fiddle around a little bit. I hit the bike, and I sweat the shit out. Oh, perfect. Like, I sweat this shit out. Yeah. But throughout the day, today, like not on my game completely. Yeah. Like not really the person I should be. You know? It does it's that crazy, too. It's crazy, man. It's Your crazy. body just adapts so quickly, good, bad, positive, oh, yeah. negative. And it just, it, it'll it tell you oh, if yeah. you're doing good. It'll tell you if you're doing bad. Human body's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I had a night like that last Thursday. We closed the deal. Yeah. You know, business partner and I would awesome. drink a little bit and call it a late night and up drinking. The next day, you just feel it, man. Worse. It's yeah, and the but, recovery is too long, man. Oh yeah. Like you remember back in the day, you drink 21, 25 years old, 28 years old, and you're like, okay, I'm good. Ready yeah. to go. Get up. Now you feel like a bag of dicks. <laughs> like, dude, I got two <laughs> drinks. I'm a bag of dicks. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, this isn't right, man. It's not how it's supposed to be. But, I, like, I'm okay if I don't have another drink ever. Sure. You like know? one, one maybe I right. could do one like at dinner. Right. Yeah, that's right. cool. Right. You with some fr- maybe even a glass of wine, dude. I'd rather have a glass yeah. of wine. Uh, honestly, yeah. I know it's full of sugar. But it's it it'll mellow me out better and probably feel better the next day. Definitely, um, dude. One last thing, you've got a nonprofit going on in Armenia, which is incredible with the kids over there, and you're yes. giving back to your to your stomping grounds. Yeah, man. And you're you're making sure the kids are healthy because early on, I mean, it's key. Look, my mentality is we're only young this one time, right? Right. So, like, take advantage of it now. Do it now. But it's never too young to be healthy. Like you're yeah. never, you're never at a point in your life. You're like, Oh no, I'm too young to be healthy. No way, man. If no. you can be healthy at eight years old, freaking do it. You sure. Know, have your ice cream, have your whatever once yeah. in a while, but don't, don't become a, you know, diabetic at 13. <laughs> Seriously, you know? man. I'm yeah. all about it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited for it. It's the name of the nonprofit is global fit kids. Um, and it's, the first project I'm doing is going to be in Armenia when I go in August, and I'm super excited for that. I already had a, a contact, and um, so my cousin's cousin came here from Armenia five years ago, and he uh, has sister works in the social service over there. So well, it's crazy how things work out mm-hmm. when you actually – so I had this idea two years ago, and I never put it down in doing it. And then I was like, you know what? After doing Tony Robbins this year, I took my sister and then did ayahuasca, and after I came out of ayahuasca, I was like, I'm doing this shit. Like, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And when you start making that decision, you're doing it, and you start putting little things here and there, like little things. It's, who knows where it could end up? It could be hopefully big one day, sure. even if it isn't. It, like, yeah. like same thing like you said, if you could help just one person with this podcast, with this show, right? Yeah. It's th- made a difference in someone's life. No so same thing that I think is like, if I can make a difference in one kid's life. I've already done a good deed for this yeah. planet. So that's, that's awesome. my whole thought. So this is going to be for the whole planet, but my first project is geared towards Armenia because I'm going there and that's where I'm from and I want to give back to my, you know, my race, my community. Um, so I'm doing this called Global Fit Kids and we're going in August. I talked to my contact. Uh, she's a social worker. She already set me up with two great, one is going to be in Yerevan, uh, close to Yerevan, it's in Zaytun. And I think that one is called, it's called, yeah, House of Hope Merhuis. Mm. And it's pretty cool because it's like, it's girls. 
and they're all girls that are coming from troubled families uh-huh. that have been taken over by the government and they're getting them off the streets instead of being you know going through prostitution and yeah. tra- human trafficking and homelessness they're putting them here in like a family f- and then now did they lose their parents or just yeah all they're, they're for bad huh? upbringings yeah probably yeah. like losing their parents um uh, i didn't get the specs of how it many exactly group of girls do you know H- how like many how many of them are there yeah uh, I'm not sure exactly. This, yeah. They put them through schooling. They threw them through everything, awesome. and just look out for them almost like a family figure, basically. That's so cool. Man. Really cool. And like when she told me that, and I, I was like, I'm all about that. I'm going there. So I, I'm gonna. That's one of the things I'm gonna be visiting them. Yeah. And I'm gonna be talking to them about just overall, not only health and fitness, how it's important from a young age. And yes, we love our cake and we love all our candies, but it's important to have our fruits and veggies. And you know, it's it, that's what it's about. And also, exercising. You know, getting 30 minutes of exercise, play or whatever it is a day. And it's not, you know, in Armenia, especially not here. Here, it's obviously women, equal rights and things like that. But in Armenia, probably they're thinking like, oh, you're a girl. Go, you know, do this particular thing. Go dance, which dancing is fine. It's it's a way of working out exercise. But they're not talking about the benefits of exercise that has on the mind, you know, in the future. That's the thing, man, with me. Like, I've taken my fitness seriously thanks to you in the last, like, I don't know, four or five months or whatever, working out six days a week playing softball once a week and nice. for me yeah i want to look good of course i do sure uh summer's coming i want to take my shirt off with confidence right yeah but at the same time it is the most therapeutic thing in the world yeah i know people who struggle with depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and i it's got we all go through some sort of anxiousness in our lives sure it's just different levels of it but when when it gets to a level where you're like debating about life, yeah. it should never get to that point. I'm telling you, man, working out consistently will do that for yeah. you. Like I know people Stress that reliever, I've tried man. my best to get them to work out because I know they're going through tough times, and it's completely therapeutic for you, man. Yeah, it's a complete. It's it 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 changes your life. One releasing endorphins. Yeah, it's, oh, totally. It's, and doing that for kids, young age, and and in the homeland, that's. So looking forward to it. It's, it's <laughs> like you're checking off so many boxes. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's gonna be That's amazing. Awesome. And then the other one is gonna be in, uh, in the village. I wanted to do one in the village. So there's a city, right? I wanted to do there, and I said, find me something in the village. I got to drive out two hours, but I want to help those kids oh. as well. So she found me something in uh, near Abovian, Kotaik, and mm-hmm. it's another one. And I'm gonna be helping those particular kids. That one actually kind of resonates with me because they started after the earthquake in 1988 which no we way. talked about earlier in the beginning of this podcast their, their they, homes got damaged they, their homes got damaged rebuild. and their families got lost and these kids are staying here because they don't have families so slowly they've created this particular wow. nonprofit, of giving the kids a place to stay schooling and all that and then trying to eventually tie them up to some of their lost long families that they never you know came across wow. so there's instances where they're reconnecting them with their families that's incredible yeah dude that's amazing yeah man it's gonna awesome. be it's going to be awesome. Looking forward to that. That is great. You got to come back and let us know how that goes. 100%. When are you going? In August? Going August 5th, yeah. Okay. Going for two weeks to the motherland. This was great, man. You kicked us off. Yeah. You just hit a home run, man. Lead off hey. home run. This is the first. <laughs> like nice the Dodgers, job. right? Leading yeah. the league in the home runs. Are they? <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. Thank you, brother. Love you, brother. I love you, man. You're the Thanks best. for having me. You're the best. I appreciate it. Look Mike forward to coming radio. back. Yes, absolutely. That was some good, good stuff. I hope that that story... And this podcast maybe changes your life. Hopefully it does. If it didn't, tune into the next one. I have no idea who's going to be on the next one, but it's going to be a lot of fun, interesting, informative, uh, educational. 
I don't know. I, th I think it's going to be a great time. And listen, if you know of anybody that you think that want to come on and has an interesting story, please let me know. Please let me know. This will be on all social media platforms, so direct message me or shoot me a comment, whatever. Um, love, love interesting stories, interesting people um, that I can learn something from that I can we can that we can educate others on. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. Thank you for making me a part of your day. Until next time, folks. I am Mike Gabriel. This is Mike Up Radio. Good night, everybody.